Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. My pleasure to have you here. We've got a big program coming your way today. Carrie Lake, her own self, will be on. Has a new book coming out. She's featured in a new song. Carrie, you hear this new song? I have not. By the way, good-looking TV behind you. Did, did they fix the one they had or did they get a new TV? No, uh, this is the same one. Apparently, I don't know, someone was messing with the display screen in uh, the control room where they control all the TVs. Come on, and man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me say it again. Don't be touching stuff that goes <sighs> on the Joe Pag show. Everybody well. in the building, do not be touching stuff. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm, it looks it good. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad it's working. So, uh, yeah, she's, in a, uh, she's featured in a song called 81 Million Votes My Ass. Okay. I'm kind of mad I didn't write the song. It just sounds like a <laughs> It sounds song like for me. something you would write. Actually. Right. So we'll talk about that. Where is the case right now? Does it continue? Why does she keep fighting? We get into all of that. And then some. Plus, we've got Mike Davis on with some inside information about the witch hunt against President Trump and also about the uh, allegations of Biden bribery when he was the vice president. We've got those two interviews to bring you. We've got a couple of more people. I guess three more people jumped in. Chris Christie is now running, mm-hmm. the governor of North Dakota, whose name I never heard before, somebody somebody or other, and then Mike Pence right. has made it official that he's running as well. We'll get into that too. All of that more on a Wednesday. Let's go. That is uh, Chocolate Voice. How you doing? No, right? Follow Making It Happen. Sam Bam. Getting it done. Made it, we have made a decision. We're not going to wink anymore. Is that what's going to happen? All right. Let's break it down. Anything, Carrie? You got anything here? Nothing? Nope. Not until hour number no three. Fun. No fun. They called her No Fun Carrie back in high school. Not true. Not fun. Not true. Hey, did you ask your sons, by the way? I did. So don't I tell was me yet. right. Don't oh. tell me. Oh. Okay. okay. It's a tease. Got it. Wow. Went for the fifth that time. Red Hot Chili Peppers hummed a mop on a hump day. Downhill the weekend from here. Really appreciate you stopping by. So if you remember yesterday, we were talking about Generation Z. 30% of Gen Z said they would be fine. In fact, they prefer cameras to be in their homes so police can monitor whether there's any abuse or, or crime going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And uh, my Gen Z kids were like, no, what are you, stupid? No. Um, and don't call me stupid. I'm your dad. And then uh, we talk about your sons, who are both Gen Z. What yeah, did they say? Absolutely not. They would not be for that. They thought it was a really stupid idea. <laughs> Good. so stupid. That is the right answer. I mean, just a yes or no doesn't make sense. You got to get the whole thing. The right yeah. answer is it's really stupid. Yeah, good. that was it. Yep. You raised them right. Good there kids. Go. All right, good. Um, I, I don't want to get into that. I want to get into uh, the fact that other people are running for president now. So if I if I count it down out loud, I'm pretty sure it's Nikki Haley, mm-hmm. former South Carolina governor. And then you have Tim Scott, the South Carolina senator, U.S. senator. You've got, um, I, I think Asa Hutchinson has actually. He has. Yeah, he said, mm-hmm. it, was he, he's the former what? He's Arkansas the Arkansas governor. Is he Arkansas? Okay. Arkansas. Former governor of Arkansas. He's running. Chris Christie, I guess, jumped in 
He did. Which is not a good site, to, if you think about it. Um, got that. Then you have the guy from North Dakota. Doug Bergum. Oh, lo- I love uh, a cheeseburger. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, that's just- a burger. This is Bergum. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you said uh, burger. No. All right, so we've got him. We've got Vivek Ramaswamy, who we like a lot. We have him mm-hmm. on the show all the time. We've got, um, I, I think that's everybody. And then you throw in Mike Pence. Is there anybody else? Uh, did you mention Donald Trump? Well, I mean, that's that's a given. I mean, that's, he's oh, running, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Gotcha. I mean, I didn't think I had mentioned him. I think. Is that, that everybody? Be, I think that may be it. Now, give, me, give me the Pence announcement, if you don't mind. And I mm-hmm. do have a piece of video and audio that I'm going to run from Mike Pence. Because you know the question, if we have Mike Pence in the show, first question is going to be, this might be the first time in history that a vice president is running against mm-hmm. the president. Um, so that's interesting. I, I mean, if he comes on, I hope he does. We'll ask him that question directly. He does address it. And I've got a video and audio. If you want to see this along with hear it, uh, he does address why he's running against President Trump. Carrie, what do you have? From ABC News, former Vice President Mike Pence announced in a video on Wednesday he's running for president against his former boss, Donald Trump, because he said different times call for different leadership. In the video, however, Pence did not once mention or show an image of Trump or the event which caused their split, the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol by a pro-Trump mob. Instead, Pence cast the contest as a battle for a country that's in trouble under President Joe Biden and what Pence calls the radical left. Pence echoed that message on Wednesday afternoon during a campaign kickoff with family and supporters in Des Moines, Iowa. He plans to barnstorm the early voting state to beat Trump on the road to the Republican presidential nomination. I know we can bring this country back. We can defend our nation and secure our border. We can revive our economy. We can put our nation back on a path to a balanced budget, Pence said in his speech. And while Pence touted his time serving in the Trump administration, together we cut taxes, destroyed ISIS, stood by our allies, stood up to our foes. He also again sought to stress his differences with Trump over January 6th, repeating his criticism that Trump's push to have him overturn their election loss endangered, quote, my family and everyone at the Capitol. The one we both uh, left out, of course, is DeSantis, Ron DeSantis. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, that yeah. was so obvious, too. It's almost like those two have been running the entire time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but there you go. All right, Carrie, I appreciate that. I'm going to play the video of Mike Pence addressing why he's running against President Trump. And why? And he calls him his former running mate, which is interesting. I, I always found the vice president to be the running mate, but I guess they both are. But um, it, it was interesting what he had to say. And, and um, he basically says Trump gave him an ultimatum which I did not know, first time I've heard of this. We've had Trump on plenty of times. We'll have him on again soon, hopefully. We, I, I don't, I'll let you know this. If people are wondering, why, have, why haven't you had him on, on yet You know, recently? Uh, I have not asked him. Carrie, I, just, I simply have not asked him. Whenever we ask, we generally get a yes, but mm-hmm. I'm waiting for him to do a lot of this other stuff, the town hall stuff and, and all of that, traveling to Iowa, whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll have the former president on again. They, they almost always say yes, but we, we purposely have not asked yet. We want to make sure it's, it's good timing. But here's Mike Pence. Pence, where he, did he make the announcement in Iowa? Yes, he did. Okay, so he's making the announcement, surrounded by a bunch of supporters, and he does address very directly why he's running against his, uh, his former president. Now, given our record, it might be fair to ask why I'm challenging my former running mate. Let me say from my heart. It begins with a promise that I made to the American people and to Almighty God. And it ends with different visions for the future of our nation and our party. 
January 6th was a tragic day in the life of our nation. But thanks to the courage of law enforcement, the violence was quelled, and we reconvened the Congress the very same day to complete the work of the American people under the Constitution of the United States. As I've said many times, on that fateful day, President Trump's words were reckless. They endangered my family and everyone at the Capitol. But the American people deserve to know that on that day, President Trump also demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. Now voters will be faced with the same choice. I chose the Constitution, and I always will. All right, so that's where he's going to come down. He's going to come down that he was given an ultimatum by Trump. You either choose me or you choose the Constitution. Now, clearly, and Mike Pence will admit this, Donald Trump did not say, choose me or the Constitution. That didn't happen. But Trump did want Mike Pence to reject the electors, the delegates that were sent from the different states. And I've made the case, and let me be clear, if you're new to this program, I'm a Trump guy. As of today, I'm a Trump voter. There's no reason not to be. I think he deserved a second term. I think that had everything been legal, he would have gotten a second term. And it's only fair in my book, and I believe in fairness, that he gets four more years. Having said that, I've interviewed Mike Pence. He's a nice enough guy. Trump never said, me or the Constitution. Literally didn't say that. What he, what he did want Mike Pence to do is not open the envelopes, reject the electors that came in, and wait until the challenges happened. I disagree with former President Trump as to what Mike Pence could have done that day. I believe, constitutionally, the vice president has to open the envelopes. I believe that the vice president has to then read the delegates. And then a member of the House or the Senate can challenge what he just read. Like Jamie Raskin did in 2016 like Maxine Waters and others did in the past when Republicans have won. Several Democrats always challenge the result when the delegates go to a Republican. I mean, there's video of Joe Biden as vice president as there are challenges to Donald Trump winning the election in 2016. And he, as the vice president, says, I'm not going to accept the challenge or the challenge isn't accepted or something like that. I think the job on January 6th every election cycle, is for the vice president, who is the president of the Senate, to open the delegates and read the envelopes, whatever's in the envelope. And then Cruz can challenge, Gates can challenge, MTG can challenge, and and if you've got a, a challenge and then the other side in the Senate or the House agrees, then you can actually go to a revote. And the revote, I believe, is in the Senate. And although... You've got um, several states. You've got more Democrat states than no, you've got more. You got more Republican states than Democrat. You do have more Democrat senators back then when this is going on than you had um, Republicans. But you had more red states, and it might even be. I'm going to only check myself during the commercial break. It might even be that the House of Representatives gets to, to gets to revote and 435 you know representatives. That'd be hard to do. But you just break it down to 50. The 50 states, each state gets a vote. And again, I think at that point we had 30 red states, 30 Republican states, and 20 Democrat states. So the Republicans would have won 
in giving the presidency to Trump. That's how Trump's team was going down the list and figuring it out. And he would have won had the, the challenges been fruitful and had both sides agreed. I don't think Mike Pence had any ability to not open the envelopes. I don't believe that. I think he had to open the envelopes, then you can challenge. Why would you challenge before the envelopes are open? It doesn't make any sense. So I do believe Trump got bad advice and bad bad information that told him he could ask Mike Pence to not open the envelopes. I don't believe that's true. But the whole idea that Pence is challenging Trump because of that is one that I reject. Because anybody who is a truth teller knows there were major issues with the election in 2020. Major, and I've gone over them many, many times here. So I think that's a good reason to run. I think Mike Pence is making a mistake by running against Donald Trump. I think it actually, it actually, it looks like bad form on his part to run against your former president, without whom you would not have been the vice president. To me, that doesn't make any sense. So what are your thoughts on it? What Mike Pence says is the reason why he's running, and, and it, he thinks it's a valid reason, fine. What do you think about that? And what do you think about now it's DeSantis, Pence, Christie, Hutchison, Haley, Scott, Ramaswamy, and I, I might be leaving some out. Who knows? Oh, yeah, the guy in North, North Dakota, the burger guy. What's his name, Burger? Burgum. 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 Burgum, and, and Polo would say Burgum barely knew him. Probably something like that. Hmm. All right, uh, so we've got all these people running now. What are your thoughts about that? Now, when I had people on, who was it, Roger Stone on the other day, Roger said, most of these people are running for vice president, you know that. Mike Pence is not. He's been the vice president. He literally thinks he can now beat Trump. And one wonders, how do you do that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. certainly in modern times this hasn't happened i don't know back in the old days back in the 1700s 1800s i don't know um exactly how they did it maybe the vice president did run against the president back then i don't know but i know in modern times certainly in my lifetime and i would say for the last hundred years plus there has been no vice president who actively tried to take on the president that he that he served as vice president under um so this is something new and it's something that maybe some people like. I wonder, do you think that it's smart for Mike Pence to go after Trump? And the reason why he says so is that Trump made him decide between him and the Constitution. And again, I'll say it again. I think Trump got bad advice. I don't think Mike Pence could not have opened the envelopes. I think he had to. Um, and I think that's constitutional that you had to. But taking him on doesn't make any sense to me. I would think Mike, Mike Pence, who benefited greatly from being the vice president under Trump, would support Trump and then go for it in twenty eight. And go against DeSantis or whomever else. So your thoughts about that? Your thoughts about this field getting so big, knowing that a former sitting president is running for re-election? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, or go to JoePags.com and scroll down, click on contact. You can send us an email, or you can also watch this show live as we do it on video just by clicking on watch now. Let me tell you about Cozy Earth. Amazing. You've been hearing me talking about it for a long time. I really do like these sheets. 
They work very, very well. They regulate the temperature. I wake up cool, whereas before, you never know. Could wake up cool, freezing. Could wake up way too hot and sweaty. These work incredibly. They're very, very soft. They feel very silky, although it's not silk. Cozy House sheets are made from the finest luxury materials, including soft viscose. It's from highly sustainable bamboo, plus they're temperature regulating, as I said, so you sleep cool and comfy all year round. Cozy Earth even offers a 100-night sleep trial. Sleep on it, wash it, try it out. If you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. And best of all, because you listen to my program, you can save up to 35% on Cozy Earth. You've got to go to the website, CozyEarth.com. Do it now. Enter code PAGS at checkout and save up to 35%. Check out their other awesome uh, stuff too, their loungewear, their bath towel collection, all great stuff. Again, CozyEarth.com. Promo code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. CozyEarth.com. Promo code PAGS. Make it happen. You go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Mark, what's happening in San Antonio? Hi. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Living a dream, man. What's uh, happening? Uh, you know, I, I know back in 2016, and I'm going to say this. In 2016, I did not vote for Donald Trump. I did not think he was going to be a good president. I didn't okay. even think he was a good candidate. But then he won me over uh, throughout his four years. I know there was all this Russian collusion, all this uh, quid pro quo. But I always enjoyed that he did some amazing things, passed a lot of great uh, policies and stuff that uh, at the same time, I realized they're not giving him the opportunity or the chance to be a president. You know, 2020 comes by and then you, you hear all these uh, new reports uh, talking about how uh, the FBI really, really went after Donald Trump and probably more than likely uh, broke the law in uh, many instances. So I will say this today. Donald Trump will get my vote. Uh, I will post it on Facebook and Instagram. I will probably lose friends. Yeah. But if I do, that's great because uh, that will help me weed out the bad ones, you know. Um, well, Mark, I've got to ask you, I've got to ask you this. Did you vote for Hillary Clinton yeah. in 16? No, I actually, I did a write-in. Uh, okay. I actually voted for Marco Rubio. Gotcha. I wrote him in. Uh, okay. I, I, you know, I, 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 I kind of like Marco Rubio, even though He's a good guy, Donald yeah. Trump did slap him around. He did, but um, I mean, Rubio's uh, a, a Trump guy now, I think, or he was for a while anyway. Right, right. Yeah, he did. And, uh, and I'm glad that, that, uh, that, you know, right now there, there's a, there's a very large, uh, list of, uh, new candidates coming in. Yeah. I think it's going to be healthy. I think they're, uh, I think some will try to hurt Trump, but I think that by doing that, it's going to actually strengthen him. Um, there's, there's really no way. I hope, uh, if Mike Pence just tried to say something about January 6th, I, I do hope that Donald Trump pulls out a piece of paper and says, hold on, let me show this. You know, yeah. when he did that to that CNN, uh, uh, lady at the town hall, right. I believe that, you know, I, I, he strengthened me that way. You know, Good. like when I, when I saw him do that and I said, thank God, finally, he's, he's now he's starting to fight back, right. defend himself. I know he's been doing it, but he hasn't had a, the opportunity to do it. Now he's actually able to do it. And by having Mike Pence bring it up, Donald Trump is just going to bring that piece of paper and say, let me remind you what I did, yeah. what I said. If Chris Christie wants to come up and, you know, after his bag of potato chips, I think nice. it was, <laughs> that, that cost him $6. Um, uh, if he, he tries to come out and say something else, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is going to... Uh, lay it on him and Mark, say, I, I got to you know, go. I appreciate the call. I appreciate uh, that you that you changed your mind on that. I think that's pretty cool. Keep it here. Coming back. 
Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.